Hello, and welcome back to Your Dialogue Podcast. CC3 here with you, and today we're talking about <coughs> a new product out called uh, Cthulhu Mythos, Andy Peterson's Cthulhu Mythos 5E, which comes down to basically Dungeon and Dragons Cthulhu style. Which I will be running this in uh, January. Uh, looking pretty good so far. It's got uh, a bunch of stuff in it uh, for the various um, players' options. Uh, you can play Mythos characters like a Zarg, a Ghoul, a Dreamlands cat. Uh, they give you the options for them, they give you options for your. Regular, um, like roguish archetype, fighter archetype, cleric domains, bardic colleges. Uh, so you've got the backgrounds. You can be an alias, an alias, which is basically a alien, uh, uh, old timey shrink, basically. Then you got the cults of mythos, a whole bunch of different uh, mythos there. Uh, everything I've read on it so far is really looking good. The uh, Mythos Monsters is covers from like 277 all the way to the end of the book. And uh, that's a good uh, 100 plus pages. Yeah, easily 100 plus pages. Uh, it covers the Great Old Ones, Outer Gods, and others. They got special rules for uh, insanity, special ways to handle insanity, uh, special rules for spells, backgrounds, and new feats, which everybody's interested in feats. So let's check this. And I'll, I'll get on that in a second why I'm interested in new feats because I am a starch. I became one of those people I never wanted to become. Which was, I'm going to become a, I'm going to run second edition, and I don't care what comes out. Well, <laughs> I hated 3.5. Uh, I wasn't crazy about third, but I hated 3.5. Did you say hateth? Hateth. 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 I hate I hateth. hateth it with a thousand passions of a thousand stripes. Um, <laughs> but I couldn't stand 3.5. Hated it with a thousand stars. Uh, third edition was okay. 3.5 just killed it for me. So I went back to second. Well, when fifth came out, and fifth is very, very simple in comparison to second. And I've been playing it, and uh, since it's so easy, it's a, it's a lot less complicated than, say, let's say, GURPS, second edition, pretty much anything out there. So once I saw this book, because I'm like, um, a lot of the guys didn't want to learn a new system for Cthulhu. And I'm like, well, I can take everything I need to make it into fifth edition and still run a hell of a campaign. Well, it's not exactly a modern day campaign. I'm going to run a D&D in Cthulhu, in the Cthulhu mythos, without messing up my world. <laughs> That's going to be, that's kind of the hard thing. Um, let's see, new feats. 
uh, close to undeath. Deep One Toughness. Toughness, toughness, toughness. Deep One Might, 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 Might. <laughs> what are you doing? I got an echo. I got a hell of an echo in here. I'm like in an upgrade chamber. That's what I'm doing. There we uh, go. Mad Passion, Quick Tail, Forearm Fighting. Yeah. Requirement, must have forearms. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> Must have three arm fighting feet and have four arms. <laughs> well, I, I guess that would be the minimal requirement. If you want to learn how to do four arm fighting, it helps if you have the fourth arm. Yeah. <laughs> Insanity and Dread is chapter four, and I'm looking forward to reading that, which I'll probably be on that tonight. And then I got to read uh, Fifth Edition. So you have mentioned you've been doing quite a bit of reading in recent times. Yes, I have. Uh, I I went on a big shopping spree the last couple of months at uh, uh, RPG Drive Through, mm. and I downloaded a ton of stuff in there, and I've been filing it and uh, creating files for it and organizing it. And some of the stuff I've gotten off there, uh, one of the things I was really looking forward to running is a thing called Stain. I think it's based off the uh, TV show The Strain. Strain, which was a kind of a uh, disease kind of vampire type thing. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah, well, it was pretty cool. The show is pretty cool. Okay. Uh, I've also been reading, uh, catching up on GURPS, what's going on with GURPS. Thank you. Uh, I've been reading on 5th edition a lot. Uh, plus now I'm reading on that. Just, just really getting back into reading. So uh, that's I I love reading. It's it's my it's my go to place. Uh, just so you guys know out there in uh, our, our, our 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 humongous ten thousand base fans. <laughs> Is that uh, old CC3 here uh, fell the other day, jacked up his ribs on top of an injury from work, and uh, bruised the heck out of his butt thigh here. So uh, this ain't going to be a real long one because uh, I feel like refried dog doo doo. And uh, it's, if you ever had that feeling, you know it's not a good one. It sucks. And every time I in breathe, like, I, I, it's it's hurting me. I'm going. Uh. So. Yeah, old CC is not doing a not being a hundred percent today. Oh man, you ain't kidding. <laughs> but I, I definitely want to touch base on that. Um, for our D and D players out there, uh, when do you guys start? Now myself, uh, I first got introduced to it uh, with first edition once. And once that happened, uh, I didn't go back to it for five or six years. And then by the time I got back into it, it was advanced Dungeons and Dragons. And I had just gotten into it just as um, Unearthed Arcania came out. And then, of course, I went into second edition and I embraced that fully. Uh, then my... Uh, Kids came into it. They they grabbed on the third, three point five, and then everybody knows the edition that we're talking about. Fourth edition.
And then uh, I think there was a point five on that too. There may have been anything else. And then fifth edition, which I'm like, cool. What did you guys start in? What got you into into the game? Uh, now I used to get mad when I was in my twenties and such. I'm like, man, why do these guys get stuck in these games and not want to, not want to play any other editions or not want to play any other systems? Can you I, understand why now? Well, I did. I fell. I fell into that, and it's a, it's it's cost versus your other stuff. You know, you got so much. You only got so much money to spend on entertainment, and yeah. you know, buying books that double what you used to buy them for, for in a lot of times, a half as much information sucks. I was kind of thinking that made me think of the uh, the video I sent you of. Now, I have the same uh, wants as I did when I'm a child, but now I have adult money. Yeah. Well, it's unfortunately that you come with adult prices, too. Yeah. That, everything's so damn expensive now. Well, like, you know, with, after COVID and the government screwing us and everything mm-hmm. else, I mean, yeah, everything's going to be expensive. Yeah. Uh, now, one of the, now, I play a lot of systems. I'm playing fifth. Uh, 3.5, second, GURPS, um, Pathfinder. How do you keep all those straight in your head? Uh, I don't. That's why I have character sheets <laughs> <laughs> and folders. I know. It's just that you jump from edition to edition, and that would drive me crazy. No, it's just, uh, it's, it's, it's like people that can read two or three different books at a time mm-hmm. or watch. Uh, half a dozen different series at a time. You know, um, we watch, my wife and I tend to watch, we watch NCIS, we watch uh, Law and Orders, we watch um, FBI, we watch the FBI shows uh, to catch a killer and things like that. Mm-hmm. We can keep them straight. So every once in a while you get, you get pulled and you what happened to? Oh no, that's the other show. Okay. Yeah, but, I've um, been um actually on that topic. I've been listening to a lot of uh, I don't know if you know what a uh, real crime is. It's like a where they talk like they pick a killer and they kind of like dissect his life. Yeah, true crime. Yeah, yeah. And like I think this one's called Real Crime. It's on uh, YouTube. I've been listening to them at work a lot because I have my headphones on at work. So they're like mini documentaries about. Right. I, I listen to podcasts. Yeah. And that's what podcasts are. They sit there and take anywhere from an hour to uh, three hours and just dissect these guys. Yeah. Well, the one I watched uh, or listened to last night was about uh, Charles Manson, but it was like almost like a movie, like a TV movie almost, with like documentary spliced in the middle. It was actually pretty good. Um, you want to check out a real good one that uh, T-Cat's pretty good. Okay. Uh, it's called uh, T-Cat's Short for True Crime All the Time. Okay. And the hosts are real good on it. They're uh, they're funny without being disrespectful. They always keep the uh, the victims and the victims' families in uh, in the loop. Yeah, that's good. Without being you know uh, funny, without being mm-hmm. too funny about them. Yeah. Uh, without being disrespectful towards the victim, and they don't. The the other thing I like is they don't actually seem like they're paying homage to the serial killer. They're just kind of telling you who he was and what he did. Yeah. Exactly. So I heard you and Mrs. Uh, CC3 talking about it a couple of times. 
Yeah, we, uh, we like that one. Uh, I listen to about a half. I listen to at least a dozen different podcasts. Really? Everything from I love uh, horror stories. So I got a mm-hmm. couple different horror stories being read to me. Um, I love. Uh, there's this really good one called "We're Alive," mm. and it's just stellar, stellar production. There's one that I listen to. I don't know if you know it. The joke is. Uh, the SCP Foundation? No. Basically, it's the concept is is they they have a website where and it was a couple games and what it is is they find it's a foundation that finds like they call it anomalous things, but people can go on their website and make stories. So like one of them is an IKEA store, but once you go in, you can't get out. Okay. And there's monsters inside it, and it goes on forever. And it's, just, it's all these weird stories. Like, one's the Plague Doctor. But it talks about, like, all these weird creatures and stuff, and they're about half an hour long, and you can make your own if you want. But I've been listening to people read those, and they're actually pretty good stories. Um, I listen to something like that. I've, uh, it's called uh, The Other Stories. They run from about anywhere from 15 minutes to a half an hour long. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, they usually go for a nice little zinger at the end. Yeah. And then there's the No Sleep Podcast. There's um, uh, uh, podcast for the Stormy Night. And there's uh, there's all kinds. And then, oh, yeah. I, then I listen to some about how to do podcasts, how to do writing, what uh, different things. Excuse me. We're all, we're all feeling that. Pain meds are starting to kick in. Uh, but they're starting to kick in with the um, the various podcasts I've listened to. I've listened to a couple comedy ones mm-hmm. on uh, uh, different writing ones. I've listened to a couple business ones. Yeah. I've listened to several uh, true crime. There's uh, a lot of really great podcasts out oh, there. Is. there. There's so many. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hopefully one day we're that good. If you want to, if you want to check out one, and this goes for you guys out there in uh, our fan base too, is called "We're Alive." It's a little older, but man, the storyline is compelling. Uh, and then I'm checking out a couple new ones uh, that I'll I'll let you guys know about. Um, but anyway, back to what I was saying with gaming. Um, so I play a bunch of different games right now. Plus, they do board games. Oh, I really apologize. Man, pain pills are kicking my ass. <laughs> but uh, living like Doctor House. Come uh, January, I'll be running the. It's going to be Call of Cthulhu in a Dungeon Dragons world, and how I'm going to differentiate, differentiate, Differ- differentiate, differentiate <laughs> it from my world. <laughs> Is my initial idea is that uh, the player characters they're going to create two player characters and uh, they're going to go on a cruise, they're going to go on a ship escaping from down south, shooting up north. There's going to be a storm and they're going to end up on the on this new land, and that is going to be this land where um, the Cthulhu esque creatures are trapped. That could be cool. Uh, that I think that'll be another cool way. Uh, that'll be a cool way to do it. Another one, of mm-hmm. course, is the whole um, uh, 
express thing. Um, oh man, I can't think of it now. Well, you know, where you go through the magic portal. Oh, Narnia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Narnia type thing. Mm-hmm. That'd uh, be cool. Or you go through a portal when you come out and different things like that. So there's all kind of ways you can do it. Um, yeah. I have a now. I know my, some of my players listen to this, so I'm not gonna do say exactly which method I'm going to use. That's really kicking because, your ass today. Oh, it is. I I told you, say so. Um, because the tagline of one of the ways that I'm going to use is going to be part of the essence of the campaign. Okay. So no spoilers. But, but I will. But I will keep you guys up to date on the campaign itself once it starts. Okay. So it's going to be interesting. Um, fifth edition, which I bastardize everything. So <laughs> it'll be uh, fifth edition Cthulhu with some homebrew with some second edition. Mm. And I collect a lot of um, uh, generic second edition or generic universal D&D stuff that I get to bring in this stuff. And that's what I... And this. This will really let me stretch the imagination out of the players too, because they're not going to know they're not going to know all this stuff. So for once, uh, you know, I'll be able to hit them with something, and then not do oh well that's a that's a fourteen hit die creature and we need uh okay so here's what we got to do that's going to be nice. And then, of course, any regular creatures that they run into will all be screwed up and enhanced because of the deep ones and the old ones and the elders. So that's what I'm hoping for. And mm-hmm. then I'm trying something new for me is I'm actually going to try to keep the game as a horror-based game instead of just D&D with horror so it's going to be the premise is going to completely revolve around the Cthulhu. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but and then I'm not even sure of the scenarios inside. Uh, what I'm thinking is one of the things I'm thinking is that uh, the priest. Uh, the I want to have a priest, a bard, and a wizard, and uh, these three combined with the elements of the others. Go to this foreign land, and maybe uh, they are sources of new life that was prophesied to come. So that's interesting. A, that's a that's an always a fun element to add. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, I play in a uh, I play in a what is that Pathfinder game? Get ready to play in Pathfinder yep. Space Frontier mm-hmm. Land or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to close up a couple other games by the end of the year and then I every once in a while I stop in for I got a horn game I play it's every once in a while actually we started playing it we've never been back to it but uh, playing time is very valuable right now between the podcast uh, the baby dragon business my own creative hobbies, mm-hmm. the family, the the extended family, and stuff. That and uh, on my side, my crazy yeah. work schedule and everything. Right, and then you got your work schedule, your podcast. Yep, and I got my my family matters. 
a lot of stuff going on there yeah. right now. So. Yeah. No, it's a lot of a uh, lot of craziness. It's just us finding the time to, to actually get together for an hour and. And the funny thing is, it's it's always like that. It's always like that. Um, off subject here completely. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends that you know. Uh, they talk about how uh, their girlfriends or boyfriends don't have time for them or whatever. And I'm like, look, man, that's not really a valid excuse because. If they want to be with you that bad, there's time. Mm-hmm. You have to make time. Because, I mean, my wife and I have been married for almost 20 years now, and we still have to make time for each other because it's real easy just to keep keep walking and go, oh, okay, well, we can do that tomorrow. We can do that yeah. next week. And before you know it, five years have passed and you haven't gone out forever. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just like gaming. You know, you make time for it. It's just like when you're uh, when you're an artist or a crafter or anything else you make time for, you do it. You make time for the things you want to do and the things you love. Exactly, exactly. It's just we got to find a good time to carve out the time we need to do this stuff. Like my like my crafting uh, between selling stuff to my partner, doing uh, baby dragons. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hot pepper business and my crafting, it's like that's a huge takeaway because I can't do any one of them for just an hour. Yeah. Uh, posting takes probably about two hours uh, a session. Uh, photographing can take all day. Mm-hmm. Crafting is at least, if, if it's not worth it, if, it's not, if you're not doing it half of those hours. Well, I know for like our podcast, it's about what half an hour to an hour prep before, right? Then it's and then an it's hour, get, and that's going to get even worse. Yep. Uh, that, that oh yeah, as we get more in depth and and start interviewing people besides mm-hmm. ourselves and talking about ourselves, then it becomes an hour of us, an hour to an hour and a half of us recording. Then it's another probably two hours for me of editing, posting, cleaning right. up everything. Right, and then the prep time ahead of time, you know, yeah, getting your interview questions down. Yeah, because believe it or not. I know it's going, it may not sound like to you guys, we are trying to get better. Oh, God. <coughs> We're just not real good at it right now. And uh, Practice makes perfect. But we're going to get there. Yep. We're going to get there. And hopefully you guys will hang with us for a little while. And uh, you'll see that we're going to get there. And hopefully it'll be worth your while. And uh, you'll You like where it goes. You'll be able to spread the word and start telling people about us. Speaking of which, the club has uh, well over, I think, uh, 100 members now. Wow, there we go. Uh, 60-some percent are active. That's good numbers. So please, uh, shoot us your emails, let us know. Give us topics you'd like to, us to cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us, and if it's a unique topic, uh, and if you want to talk about it, give us your uh, number and or give us your uh, email. We'll try to communicate with you mm-hmm. on how to um, how to get you involved in uh, yeah interviewing or that. Or if you if you have like specific questions you want to ask either myself or PC three, just write to us and just say, "Hey, could you ask this person this question?" Yeah, and, and you can we, stop yeah. it. You can do it through email. You can do it through <clears throat> the group page on mm-hmm. Facebook. And we'll just cut a little chunk of time out of the podcast for questions and stuff. Yeah, I, we definitely can do that. I mean, 
uh, we want to make this as much fun for you as we do for us. Yeah. So uh, please give us some give us some of your feedback. Um, that and I love the the interaction between like the fan base and yeah, I think it'd be great. Um, yeah. And then uh, like I'm scatterbrained, so I'm always trying something new. Hey, look, I have five seconds in between this and this. Let's see about if I can learn <laughs> sketching. There you go. <laughs> you are a little uh, scatterbrained sometimes. Oh yeah. I am well, too, though. I, I got a lot I want to get done, like mm-hmm. uh, with your with your uh, makeup. You know, I want to do. You know, I want to get that done. So when mm-hmm. I jump into things, I jump into them uh, wholeheartedly. Yeah. I don't believe in doing the stuff half ass. I'm learning about this stuff. I got to learn more from you on how to run this stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just a big learning curve what we're doing, and it's definitely it's 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 within my wheelhouse. The technology side of it. The podcasting part is something I'm not good at. Right. But we, we're working our way into being good at it. That's what we're hoping. Yeah. So, um, like I said, we're going to make this one kind of a short one today. Uh, the biggest thing I wanted to bring up was that Sandy, a Peter Sandy, <coughs> sorry, Sandy Peterson, Jesus, Cthulhu Mythos book. <sighs> it's a hefty book. It's, uh, it is a nice sized book. It's like uh, 50 bucks. It's coming in at like just under 500 pages. 400 and... Mm, I see 420. Yeah, 420. 420. Woo! 420 pages. Of course, it's written under the Open Gaming License. So you have to have 5th edition to run it or another edition if you want to do the uh, all the headache of uh, addressing all that. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think it'll make a nice uh, addition. I think it's going to make a really nice companion for playing that uh, particular genre. And I'm working on ways to making the horror element stand out that much more. So instead of running uh, D&D with horror and Cthulhu, I'm running Call of Cthulhu, a horror game mm-hmm. with Elements of Dungeons and Dragons. That'd be cool. That and also just like I haven't read the book yet, but just looking at it, it looks like a very it looks like a coffee table book kind of thing. Like somebody came in and just kinda of sat down and read it. It'd yeah, be very interesting. It, it, it looks to be really promising. Mm-hmm. Uh next week we'll be talking about dice. If we have any dice collectors out there, please let me know what your uh what kind of dice you collect. If you mm-hmm. if you have specifics, are you looking for specifics? Uh, do you collect sets? Do you collect individuals? Do you jump on Kickstarter or any of the other uh, startup programs, fundraiser programs, crowdsourcing programs? Do you use them to get your dice or do you just buy them the old-fashioned way? Uh, let us know. So uh, I will say dice seems to be a topic that you're quite uh, well-versed in as I've seen your dice collection. And that's actually... Uh, now it's the small back. edition. It's coming back to where it was, but uh, I was down pretty low there for a while. You you had the pocket edition. <laughs> pretty much. I mean, at one point, I had probably had better than probably 10,000 dice. Yes. But giving them away, you know, giving sets away to my kids and their friends. And then I, you know, I give away five sets, buy one set. You know, mm-hmm. so. I got to say, I, think, I don't think I've ever owned that many of a singular thing, like a specific thing. Mm. 
Maybe the only thing I've come close in is probably I used to have quite a very I had probably three thousand DVDs of like different movies. Mm-hmm. But that's as close as I've ever come to having a collection like that. Movies I love. Uh, I've done DVDs. I've done the uh, VCR. Mm-hmm. I've done the uh, picture disc. I want to make a uh, for my backdrop because I want to take my podcast just from audio and actually do videos. I want to make my backdrop to be uh, kind of like old school, uh, the covers off of old uh, VCR tapes, like horror movies and stuff. Right. Or like right. the cool cover arts and stuff. I think that'd be really cool. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we're going to make this one short. Yep. Uh, I did want to thank each and every one of you that play this, uh, pass the word along, stop by and give us a review. Appreciate a five-star review. It'd be great. <laughs> If we're, not, if, we're, if we're not there yet, I understand. Uh, hit us up as soon as you think we are ready. Uh, Mike Lavalley, this is going out to you. We're trying to figure out how to put music on. So as soon as we get that done, you will be the in the top five of people who know. The official composer? Yes. That's our official composer. Sweet. And, and, and uh, instrumentalist of our leading music. And our exit out music. There we go. So for the next couple weeks, uh, what we got coming up is uh, some new stuff coming out. A couple interviews uh, I'm trying to set up now. A couple local heroes for the 219 area. And a couple countrywide uh, areas from smaller gaming companies that you may or may not know of. Um, I collect a lot of uh, people. It's one of my collections on Facebook. <laughs> so you got to be careful the way you phrase that nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> I collect people. That's not creepy at all. Well, you know, 101 ways how to make people <laughs> happy. <laughs> so, um, thank you for your time, and I hope you enjoyed yourself. This will probably be one of the shortest ones we'll have. Mm-hmm. Just because, like I said, I really don't feel good. I feel like I've been pulled through a knot hole. <laughs> ran over by a Mack truck. Oh, man. And then stood up and said, you punk, is that the best you got? <laughs> and it wasn't. And he ran you over about six more times? Yep, he showed me what he got. <laughs> so, uh, CC3 and... Uh, Slayer Reviews. And we're calling it out. Yep, see Peace. you guys later.